0: Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive Podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs around the world about how they're creating an impactful legacy. I am your host, Casey Clark, the founder and the chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing AJ Lawrence, who considers himself a journeyman entrepreneur. He's also an investor and the host of Beyond Eight Figures podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, AJ.
1: All right. Thank you, Casey. This is really cool to be here today. Thank you for having me on.
0: Absolutely. It's our first time having another person that hosts a podcast. So thank you.
1: <laughs> yes, we're a strange brew of people. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So tell me a little bit about you.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, you know, I'm an agency person, you know, like yourself. I sold an agency um seven years ago. And I've had a couple of You know, agent one in the early 90s, one around the turn of right after the dot-com crash in 2002. I've been involved with digital agencies or digital development from the early days, and I've been lucky to sell a couple of companies. Um, But a few years ago, I realized I was looking to kind of what I was going to do next. I had moved to Spain with my family after selling my last company. I was investing in some startups, and you know I was trying to you know make sure I didn't make the same mistakes I had made before. Yeah, you know, yes, I sold companies, so I have a very small violin. I got to complain. But, <laughs> as a fellow entrepreneur, you know so often when you set a goal, you may do really well, but if it isn't that huge goal you've set, it's like I failed. It's yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> and that wasn't that bad. It was just you treated that, yeah. I treated it bad myself. So I started looking around at what my next act was going to be. And I realized I was really fascinated by um, what successful entrepreneurs were doing, not to copy like their business models or whatever, but their mindset and the way they approached being an entrepreneur. I really found myself fascinated having conversations. I was traveling to different business groups all over the place. Um, and then something happened that kind of slashed travel for a bit. And, um, lo and behold, I kind of got into a conversation about starting a podcast. And one of the people I was talking to was like, you know, I know a podcast that interviews entrepreneurs that's for sale. Would you be interested in having a conversation? So I ended up having that conversation and going down a bit of a rabbit hole and buying beyond eight figures podcast pretty much because it was an excuse for me to regularly talk with cool entrepreneurs from all over the world it was kind of like oh this would be cool
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's pretty awesome so how long have you been doing that podcast
1: so um just over a year we just had our one year anniversary um well bought it just a little more like a year and a quarter but took us you know, as everything it took us a little bit of like we bought it and then like everything kept breaking and nothing was working and you know i was really scared to do it and then finally we got going and yeah somewhere around 40 50 episodes i stopped well i still swallow my butterflies at the beginning like i just did here but like i stopped like sweating (laughs) right at the beginning of each episode.
0: (laughs) That is too funny. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you bring up a great point though. I mean, it's like as an entrepreneur, especially when you're in front of people, you know, we're human, you know, it it doesn't matter if you sold 15 different companies, like we still have those same insecurities and get the butterflies and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's, I almost find it, it's because I've done things already. Sometimes I find myself in that, you know, um, the fake expert trap. Oh, I've done things well before. So therefore I can't do things poorly again, ever again in my life. And I'm like, okay, but that kind of is like how I do everything, you know, whenever I start something new. (laughs) So, okay. Am I not going to ever do anything new? You know, conversations inside my head. Yeah. and yeah that it's that okay it's gonna happen it will probably sound dopey but let's see what we can find what value can we find in this experience so yeah, yeah
0: absolutely so i'm i'm very curious to know what exactly does thriving mean to you
1: well you know i've been thinking about because i love you know one of the things i've been finding from a lot of the conversations with um entrepreneurs who are being su- are you know successful in their entrepreneurial efforts is a sort of, you know that mission driven where they have a guiding you know direction. Now it's not the mission statement that you know that lovely company thing you would get and then everyone would have to memorize and then no one ever talk about again. <laughs> but like, you know, I really found it fascinating that these entrepreneurs, did. So like, for me, a lot of this came into, you know, when I started looking at concepts like thriving was, what did it mean to actually do the things that I wanted to do? And that sounds really simplistic. But, you know, when you're running a business, you kind of sometimes get pushed all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the boss, you're all over. But, you know, I, I know in my last company, you know, I sold on the way down. Yeah, once again, a very, very small violin, I get to play. Um, But it wasn't what I wanted. It was what sort of had to happen. And, you know, great. I did get very lucky. I had a mid-seven-figure exit and all that, but it wasn't this. So now when I look at what thriving, I look at it as being able to create the type of entrepreneurial experience that I want it to me is being deliberate in my efforts. It's being, you know, focused and consistently driving value in these things that we are trying to do. To me, that's thriving. If you're doing that, the rest of it kind of takes care of itself in my mind.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like you've probably thought about this a lot and in depth. So I'm going to dig a little deeper. Yes, (laughs) please.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I'm, Take me where you like. (laughs) (laughs) You lead.
0: (laughs) If you're like, when you wake up in the morning, what would you love your typical day to look like as an entrepreneur?
1: Well, you know, having three, you know, two teenagers and one soon to be a teenager. um, Oh, like (laughs) (laughs) what I want sometimes is not exactly, you know. um, But that is part of the fun. So for me, a lot of this is my perfect day really does come down into that, like the moment of getting up before everyone. It's quiet. I let the rabbit out of its hutch because, you know, yes, (laughs) Um, (laughs) we have two dogs, three kids, a rabbit, you know, just pure insanity. Um, Yeah, I take the lithium pills, you know, with every cup of coffee. But, you know, it's that moment of just quiet to get things ready for when they come, then kind of getting them off that little burst of sometimes hilarity, a lot of times grumpiness, getting them up, fed, gone. For me, that moving into the day with making sure that my team are yeah you know, that they feel like they have what they want to do that they have the resources and the support to achieve the things that we've discussed and they want to do given the different things and then you know for me what i love is when i can then start exploring around you know either our clients or concepts around the podcast that can you know that create more value and once again it gets that like what's mission driven it's For me, it's that like, okay, what can we do that resonates a little bit more, that gets that little bit more of like, oh yeah, from an audience member, Um, you know, or yeah, because we also do growth plan in one of my other businesses is, you know, we do analytical structure and growth plans, no, no work. We just tell you, you know, if you have the right tools, you know, and what you should do and find you the partners and then we just yeah, yeah other than telling you if it's working yeah. we disappear so it's like okay can we make this even more valuable what can we do are our clients using this you know you tell them you know it's a lovely thing you know if you lead them will they actually do it you know how do you make sure you know, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i saw yeah i was going through your i'm like oh yeah you're gonna you get a lot of yeah, you know, this craziness yeah you live this life um so it's like, that to me is one a day is really great. You know, the reality is it's dog gets sick because they found a chocolate bag. It's, you know, grumpy partner because they have, you know, some crazy travel plans and you have to coordinate or you have something and they want, you know, and you're like coordinating and the kids you know, are stressed from exams and this and that. And, you know, we're trying to buy a house from, you know, across the world and, yeah. You know, And that all amplifies and you kind of get into that, like, just get me through the day and let me just hit those, you know, pieces. But, you know, what can I do to kind of consistently move myself back into that, ah, type of day. So, yeah, I don't really hit it that often because life, but it is that like, you know, a really great day is that moment into like, okay, do we have the right step, you know, the right blocks are are they being hit? Great. Then from there, the rest of my time is me spent on what can we do that's cooler, better, more fun.
0: Yes. Definitely on the same page with you on that one. So, (laughs) what are some obstacles that kind of stick out for you as you've been along this journey?
1: Like, one of the things when my last company, we grew quickly for, you know, four or five years and then really grew. So it was like, oh, you know, somewhere around three and a half, four million. We went from like, oh my God, we're growing and this is really cool. But like, is everything working to like, oh my God, we have a new million dollar client. And then like a $2 million, what? Yeah, you know, and like, just hire everyone and all this stuff. The pieces that, you know, I was trying to do, the type of work, the type of focus on, The data and sort of the strategy you know that kind of fell aside to yes we were saying it but more of just to service the revenue gods it's a very tough dance and i you know you can almost go down the list of things you're not supposed to do don't hire without a purpose don't get ahead of your revenue cycle you know from your cost structure didn't bring in good you know support you know management team i had i was still pretty much doing that with some fractional people along the side you know managing everything still kept everything to like what i called management by walking um which is fine when you're 15-ish people that gets a little tight there but when you're at like 35 40 people oh guess what you lose your entire week to just saying hello to everyone increased my drinking sleep disappeared you know i literally I started tracking my sleep as things started getting bad. I was like, oh, I'm averaging four and a half hours. Might have a problem here. You know, uh, (laughs) all the things, you know, you're not supposed to do. I did. Um, Like I said, I got lucky, you know, to still be able to get something, you know, basically catch something on the way down. But it's these things of like losing the concept of what I wanted to do. And then not keeping a type of structure for myself. You know, I've always been the bright, shiny object person. This just made it infinite. Let the ego get in because, you know, all of a sudden people are like, oh, you're a big company or this and 99.9% of the people saying that are people trying to sell you things. But, you know, you don't always realize that (laughs) when it first happens. (laughs) It's like, wow, all these people are saying cool things. That's funny. They just asked if I want in on this deal. And they just want, it and I was like, oh yeah. Okay. What I try now, and this is you know, sort of, you know, my call beyond eight figures, my therapy, is what is being a deliberate entrepreneur? It's like understanding. I try and work on understanding what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah, you know, they're smart, there's arg. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter the metric structure or the measurement structure you know, you take, but are you actually using a measurement structure to, you know, track your progress? Okay, do I have the right tools? Do I have the right processes in place to actually even do that? Forget the processes to run the company? Do I have the processes in place to even look at the data instead of just doing, you know, what I always called like the everyday walk in and check the bank accounts? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all those things you do, you know, when you're early, it's like, okay, let's move past that what can i do to practice getting better at this setting my goals tracking my pieces you know what are those things that lead to the measurements that i'm or the executions that i'm trying to get to so that's what a lot of what beyond eight figures has been for me it's like okay let's talk with these people you know like you have some amazing guests i was going through uh your friend who's the data scientist i thought was great i apologize for not remembering her name
0: catherine barton yes hilarious (laughs)
1: yes i mean that was a great episode you know it's like you get to talk to such great entrepreneurs you know such great people and that was you know that's the same for me it's like okay what can i learn from or as i jokingly say what can i steal from them Because to me, stealing is when you find something you think is really, really good, and you then bring it into your environment and change it to what works for you, not Mm -hmm. copy. Yeah, Steal, don't copy. So it's like, oh, are the way they're looking, the way they decided to bring on a partner or the way they decided on their process for funding or selling or the million things that... As a business person, you're like, how do I do X to the nth degree to the you know, to the unlimited thing? You know, my to-do list kind of looks like you know really bad, you know, calculation of infinite choices. There's so much great stuff, but how can I make sure that I'm just not overwhelmed by the unlimited choices of stuff
0: to be yeah. done? yeah so what are some of the resources that you've used to really keep your focus on what matters
1: i've stolen you know a little bit of from like the eos rock quarterly i mean i think there's a bunch of people who sort of their goal planning they're all within you know what i basically say you know a sigma you know difference between that the long you know a three five ten year goal plan with that sort of annual to then quarterly to monthly to weekly daily type thing i suck at you know for me it's like the big stuff is really easy then that like annual stuff is good because i usually hit it but never the way i thought i would so it's like for me it's trying to be more committed to those cycles Mm -hmm. you know it's like okay these are things that are, are type of thing, you know, maybe sales is sort of that weekly conversation, but then like a quarterly dive, you know, or monthly, whatever, depending on, you know, your company, like trying to create that cadence. So for me, I always found I could do daily and I could do big stuff. It was that, (sighs) quarter by quarter that it was like, oh, wait, I said I was going to do this. Yeah. Three days before the end of the quarter. Okay. (laughs) Let
0: me squeeze that in here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, so trying to work on that. So using that's my broad thing, but for me, a lot of it is finding other entrepreneurs, finding other people and hearing how they deal with it. I always love when you talk to someone and within a couple of sentences, you don't know the specifics of what they do. But because you know, the general area of what they're talking about, you know, they know what they're talking about. Yeah. And those are the people I love to have conversations with the most in, you know, the various fields I'm involved in, because it's like, oh, wait, we can geek out, we can, yeah. so for me, it's talking to those people really good. And then I am not a strong memorizer of proper nouns, but one of the things I always love is I love data collection and correlation. I love finding pieces of things. So for my third thing is, so it's like, I always like to have like these maps. And like I said, I'm still really working or the mid tuning, mid tuning, yeah, mid tuning doesn't sound right but i guess that sure, is why not? yeah month 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 to quarter quarter to year type of space that's something i really do need a lot of work in then it's this idea of constantly talking with interesting people to get as much sort of energy and focus and just like wow and partially if they can do it then there's probably i can do <laughs> yeah it's that i a lot of times it's like i can't do something oh wait you did that okay i think i can do that okay yeah yeah <laughs> it's like oh okay trying to teach my kids that and they're like i can't do that i'm like there's 20 people doing it right now don't worry <laughs> <laughs> you can you'll probably fall but you know you'll you'll get it um and then last i read you know rss feeds newsletters yeah you know, i'm a i swallow huge amounts of data you know i have 152 tabs which is probably why my video was being so funky earlier today um when we started chatting um i love following different concepts and exploring and you know things that are like just outside of what we do to a different space or maybe a new area or a different way of looking at things because then it's like there's usually something where Yeah, because so often in my own space or in spaces of people, you know, we get caught up in our own vocabulary. This is the way it's done, all this. And then all of a sudden someone just a little bit out there is doing and you're like, You can't do that, except it's working. So wait, what? Why aren't you doing X, Y, or Z? And they're like, What's X, Y, or Z? It's like, Okay, maybe that's why you're not doing X, Y. It's like, Oh, okay, (laughs) maybe we can do this. Or combine them this way or you know there's so many areas and then you know for me it's bringing it back to you know entrepreneurs you know having you know four other entrepreneurs or for businesses since you know you and I are both marketer it's like so other ways that businesses can have value you know mm-hmm. like oh how can you you know use a tool to grow how can you you know how can you grow the resources of your own your team your understanding, the cost, whatever, to actually gain value of this. Because a lot of times, you know, it's like, oh, you need to do X. Well, how do I do X? Well, you know, let's go see if we can find someone else doing it in a way that could work and kind of, you know, small, big, medium, whatever, come into their environment. So I love finding those. Those are the three things.
0: So, I have to ask, are you one of those that either has like a huge whiteboard or they have even the walls that you can write on and like puts all the data all over the place?
1: I do, but um, it's now mostly in a really horrible combination of notion, um, you know, like individual notion, you know, thing rather than like connected. And, you know, I know people who have everything really beautiful and um, connecting and all that. I'm like, no, no, I just kind of throw a different idea. Or I really do so much in uh, Apple's um, yeah, notes. I literally have like 82 projects and each one probably has like 30, 40 like, oh, hey, here's a cool idea, and this and that, and so yeah. So I'm constantly pulling something together and trying to rearrange it. Hey, if they say this, maybe it could be re put this way. Or wow, that's you know a whole different industry, but this. Or hey, you know what's this stupid crypto thing that I have no idea about? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, for me, that's getting back to then that practice of, okay. There's so many things. I get fascinated by so many things. So, moving back to like, okay, these are the things we're working on. These Mm -hmm. are the things, yeah, I'm trying to achieve for the team, for my clients, for my long term goals. Okay, sit there. Yeah. But even then, I sometimes go down a rabbit hole. Like, I'm out looking to buy marketing firms, and the whole acquisition space is there's like a whole nother like multiple layers of like vocabulary. When I sold, it was like I talked with like one investment bank and a couple of people from some of the holding agencies. And then it was like a private equity guy who came around and backed one of my ex-employees. So it was like, okay, this has gotten so much more complex. It's fine. You know, There's so many more choices now. Yeah, so trying to keep yeah you know, based upon what's going to create value not everything cool
0: yeah so when you think of everything cool and the value what exactly does a legacy look like to you
1: so it's funny because that word legacy is so you know i like asking people that also and then like that kind of like well i don't put my i don't want my name on a building it's like well no i think it really starts kind of where a lot of like the core focus of everything I do in my life, as I jokingly said, is my kids. You know, that is my whole sort of I had success before I was a parent, but it was it was more because you know I was curious it wasn't the drive that I see in successful entrepreneurs and others and that focus and that consistent ongoing thing it never mattered to me because you know back before I was a father, I always felt, I can, you know, so what, you know, I'm rice and beans or I'm flying to Paris, you know, it's same. And then you have children and then you're like, okay. So for me, it kind of comes from, am I giving them, it's not that I'm giving them what they need, you know, everything they need. Am I giving them the tools and the environment To allow them to become the people that they would like to become Mm -hmm. can they you know can i help them but not you know not directly take care of them that fine line so for me my own legacy starts there i like and i've never done this deliberately but i like that so many of my ex-employees have gone on to run their own companies um i have a handful of won the Inc 500 I actually have two guys who've gone public and that was really weird. Wow. Uh, and they, you know, it was like, wait, you're on like NASDAQ serious big. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> okay, I guess there was a reason why you, you know, you, well, that was 12 years afterwards, but still you see things and you're like, that is so cool. So, you know, I like when I find when I hire someone or you or work with someone to kind of work on a concept or, A different business or for a client. And I find that sort of curiosity or that sort of drive to create something more themselves. And it's always like, you know, I guess everyone's a little different, but for me, it's always curiosity driven, you know, finding that and then that ability to be like, huh, maybe if I do this, this, and this, you know, and being willing for it not to work, but then keep doing. I love that. And I love, finding people who you know go on and do their own businesses so that those are the two things for me yeah
0: That's awesome so if you could give anyone who's just starting out in business a golden nugget of advice what would it be
1: um well when you're just starting off you know the thing is be willing for it to just blow up it's in all likelihood going to go wrong. Sorry. You know, that's bad, but it's okay because that's where you're going to then learn your ability to do something a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I kind of, you know, given that I failed so many times, you know, it was like, oh, wait, you know, we all know about the entrepreneurs who like woke up one day and kind of, wrote you know some hot or not thing you know and then all of a sudden turned it around to like the facebook and then all of a sudden yeah you know, hundreds of yeah. billions but the reality is most successful entrepreneurs really have multiple efforts of varying degrees of limited success to failure in their past mm-hmm. and you know when you go on this journey it's painful Especially that failure. I mean, I remember my first business, you know, blowing up and pretty much not leaving my room for three months. (laughs) You know, it was like, it's really kind of sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they become your baby. Like, you want them to succeed.
1: Be ready for that. And, you know, it's sort of, you know, you hear this with like, you know, how, you know, mindfulness and stuff. Lean into that. Because that really is when you can kind of get past that. That's the area that's really gonna take you to that next level. Yeah. But to me, yeah, the easy, I always kind of jokingly said if you're a geek and you've read The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, um,
0: I have never even heard of that. (laughs)
1: oh, Oh my God. All right. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is like the science fiction humor trilogy. Douglas Adams wrote the five books of the trilogy. So therefore you're already kind of getting the absurdity of it. And it's totally tongue in cheek, totally just insane humor. It's humor driven, just really just silliness. Um, But in, I believe the third, second or third book, there's this planet where people learn to fly and it's really simple. And this is what I tell people and yeah you know, success is like if you want to fly you throw yourself at the ground and you miss <laughs> okay yeah you know, and yeah you know, the reality is the only way to miss is to not think about hitting the ground that's the whole trick is you know then after after a page of like hey just throw yourself at the ground and miss and everyone being he kind of well the trick is you know you can't be thinking of like oh that's gonna hit or this or, Ooh, or you know this you have to not you have to be willing for it just to happen and kind of do so for me starting off business is just like look there are some great people Find, you know, lean methodology, or you know, there are now a gazillion people. Find something that resonates with you, a structure, if that's kind of. Though I do happen to find that most entrepreneurs that do kind of break through that first barrier and get to that upper six, seven figures really kind of do it by force of will and luck, and then all of a sudden kind of want to put structures in place. <laughs> you know, it's like it's working. um (laughs) what do i do now (laughs) you know um i can feed myself this is amazing um so when you're starting off you know there are people who give you great advice on do x do y do z for me it's more just be prepared for it not to work because that's really going to be when the fun starts happening if you can accept that you know if you can kind of accept it then that next step is when it really gets to be
0: interesting. Yeah, a lot of growth in, well, a lot of growing pains, essentially. I mean,
1: yeah, that's well. the thing. No one ever said, you know, they all, they talk about big failure. They don't talk about the ongoing like uh, failure. Of yeah. It.
0: yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I definitely appreciate that different outlook. I mean, most people mm-hmm. it's, all like sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> and then, you know, you're like, no, you're going to fail and it's okay.
1: But I've dedicated my life to being an entrepreneur. You know, I've had bursts where I have worked for other people. But the reality is, it is a great life choice. It just, you're off center from the rest of society. You know, there's good things from that. But like, you know, like a lot of things, you know, you watch people who don't follow the norms and, you know, this is we're not talking like purple hair, though so, know, if that's what you want, fine. But yeah, you know, we are talking like, yeah, you know, everyone's doing this, or 90% of the people you're gonna know in your regular life are gonna be doing nine to five or whatever variation COVID has now given us. And you're gonna be doing 24-7. Mm-hmm. But mm, it's fun. There's other you get other things. Yeah, yeah there are other benefits to this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs>
1: yeah, I different. really
0: wouldn't. Yeah. So how can people find you and listen to your podcast?
1: So beyond eight com. Please come check it out. Uh, sign up for a newsletter. That way, whenever we have a, some cool entrepreneur, um, they're much more interesting than me, I promise everyone. Um, yeah. You can find out um i'm we also have beyond eight figures at beyond eight figures on twitter instagram um i'm at aj lawrence um on twitter you can kind of you know i talk about fancy cocktails and different parts of being an entrepreneur that's the things i like uh (laughs) on twitter at least (laughs) that's because i'm not allowed to talk about my kids they've Stop me from <laughs> posting any information. <laughs> I've been banned. <laughs> I'm allowed one picture per vacation on Instagram, but that's about it. Um,
0: oh,
1: that's yeah, teenagers. But you know, and then LinkedIn, AJ Lawrence. So, please, yeah, feel free to reach out. I would, yeah, anything. It's it's always fun to talk to other people in the base in the in the biz and other entrepreneurs and other business people. It's always fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you being on with me today and uh, you definitely brought a lot of really good insights and it's always nice to be able to to know that someone can speak the same language cuz entrepreneurship is one thing and then you have agency life that's like a whole different thing.
1: Agency life, I mean, it's so much fun and you can do so much, but at the same time it really is this, you know, and depending on your model, you know, I love the caveat, you know, true consultant, I can caveat everything beyond belief, but it depends on this data set or this, but it is, it's like trying to build something so you can find, you can bring the smartest people possible to help your clients in the smartest way possible while charging appropriately enough. And, you know, it's like Oh, there's only a few thousand billion things going on to make sure it works. So, yes, I, yeah. You know, I I w- that's I was really excited to, you know, also to because I am moving, you know, to the D.C. area, you know, so I'll be just probably 99 percent. Likely I'll be over on the Virginia side, not Maryland, but my brother's over in Rockville, so not that far from you. Um, I yeah, you know, I thought that was really cool. And I was like, wow, and you're you know, I like how you run your agency. So or what I can see of how you run your agency. Well, I, I appreciate that. that. Cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, well we'll have to meet up for some fancy cocktails.
1: <laughs> yes, there is um depending on what kind of direction I like dark bitter combinations. There's some there's one of the top, um, I think number seven in, in the country is in DC, something saloon. It's a bourbon you know but bourbon cocktail you know place so definitely on my list. we will have a conversation or two yeah we'll have to have multiple conversations I'm (laughs) I'm going
0: to try some beverages (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) awesome well I definitely appreciate it and you know absolutely keep in touch and uh will, you know, be sharing you on all podcast channels, Yay. as well as YouTube and um, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Sweet. Yeah. So thank you again for joining us.
1: Cool, Casey. Thank you so much for having me. That was, it's, It was a lot of fun. Thank you.
0: Good. And I'd also like to thank our music sponsor, Stephen Lamar Moore, who produced the music for our podcast. So thank you all for listening and enjoy your day.